Welcome to another edition of the Columbia University Sports Podcast, The Cusp Show, where we talk about the business of sports and media and entertainment, all different kinds of things. We're here on Radio Row in Miami at Super Bowl, uh, and we've touched on a lot of different niche businesses, growing businesses. We love to talk about the entrepreneurial side, um, and we're not going to talk about football. We're going to talk about cornhole, and the growth of cornhole as a property has been pretty astounding with brands, um, with media properties, with engagement with fans and with celebrities, uh, and we're going to talk about the American Cornhole League a little bit about how it got there. So why don't you guys introduce yourselves and we'll go from there. Stacy Moore, the commissioner of the ACL. Uh, my name is Cody Henderson. I was the 2018 Player of the Year. So, Stacy, tell us about how we got here. You know, tell us a little bit about your background, and Cody, I want to hear about not just kicking the crap out of some NFL players, but how, how this all came about for you. But, but from a business standpoint, how did it come about? I'm an entrepreneur, so I love, love starting new ventures. Um, been involved as both a, an angel investor and, and uh, used to run a mutual fund at Bank of America. So I've done a lot of different things and a lot of different startups. And uh, this is finally one that I wanted to start. Um, did you play? Is that... I played very casually. I still say I'm a social player at best. Uh-huh. But yeah, so I started out just playing in, at tailgates, uh, beer in one hand, bag in the other, just trying to hit the board. And uh, we were doing some tailgating activations uh, with Inside Tailgating Magazine. We're doing all kinds of different tailgating games. So anything from ladder golf to washers. Um, and I just saw people playing cornhole a lot more seriously than these other tailgating games. Hmm. So I said, what is it about this game that makes these guys want to take it seriously? And the more I watched, the more I got to understand that, hey, there's some legitimate strategy behind it. Um, and it's really fun to watch. It's easy you know, to explain. A, Everybody knows what yeah, it is. Yeah, so. and so, um, you know, the fact that it's relatable to people, I think, is is a blessing. In some ways, it's, it's a curse, too, because trying to get them to take it seriously as a sport versus just a tailgating game has been one of the things that we've had to overcome. But, yeah, but just watching it, and, and I just saw that no one out there was doing scores and stats around it, so we created the software to capture st- scores and stats. We own and control all of our own data um, that basically drives the sport, and then we put some money behind creating a, a broadcast, a telecast around it to see uh, to see if people would like to watch it, and they did. And why do brands like it? Talk about Johnsonville and some of the other brands that have come Yeah, out. I mean, Johnsonville's been a fantastic partner for us. Um, you know, they're, they're a long-term partner, and, and they love having their brand on that cornhole board that is seen, you know, at least 80% of the time on the broadcast. I mean, you mm-hmm. cannot avoid associating Johnsonville with cornhole uh, because that cornhole board has constant branding for, for sponsors, and I think that's uh, that's incredibly powerful. Mm-hmm. So did you ever think you'd be a professional cornhole player? I mean, it was definitely something that you kind of dream about. You're like on your way to it. When did you dream? So like when you're talking to your parents, you know, going to like the eighth grade career day, I'm sure it didn't come up. So when I was in high school, I, I really started playing, and it was just... Where, before I forget, where are you from? I'm from Jackson, Ohio. Okay. Very small town, uh, in the middle of nowhere. Uh, closest big city would either be Cincinnati or Columbus, Okay. an hour and a half away. So you're in high school, and suddenly this comes up. Yeah, so I, I saw just a few uh, tournaments at state parks, fundraisers, festivals, and I was like, oh, you know, that would be fun. And then I'm seeing, like, oh, $500 to win, $600 to win. I'm like, oh... A high school kid, you know, that's a lot of money. So yep. I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to go try to try to get my share of it. And I did. I'd go and get smashed and go back next weekend and do the same thing. Get beat and go back the next weekend. Uh, 
Well, I think both of my parents in, in the beginning thought it was like, oh, you know, it's just it's just a, a hobby. It's something he, he enjoys to do, whatever. He plays sports. Like, he used to bowl before this. It was an easy translation. He, he runs track. He plays basketball. Like, he does everything. He's, he's always go, go, go. Once I got into college, though, it became like, oh, let's get, let's really take this seriously, get on the more competitive side of it. Started to reach out farther, travel farther, and then uh, uh, my mom at that point took it very seriously. Always was like, hey, where are you going this weekend? Hey, send me updates. This, this whole week, she's already been saying like, hey, I want updates. Hey, well, what's going on? What's going on? My dad's a tough cookie. Think, still think still think it's just a, a backyard game. Like, oh, he'll get he'll get sick of it soon, you know, kind of. But uh, he's he's been he's been positive over the last couple of years now with the ACL. But yeah, like once uh, once I was able to join the ACL, which is you know the body of the best players in the world and the best structure as far as uh, the way everything's ran and um, traveling all throughout the country for you know big persons and just all the exposure that we're getting now from ESPN. It's been, it's really been a wild ride. Um, I'm happy that I've been able to stay relevant this long because you see so many players, that uh, younger players, that just catch on so quick, just natural talents at this game. They just come in and uh, are taking their share of uh, wins and, and success. And uh, for me to be as long-lasting in this game as I have, it's been, it's been awesome. Where did you go to college? I went to a small college. Uh, You're university. big on small. It's pretty amazing. The, the University of Rio Grande. Uh, it, it's maybe 20 minutes from uh, from my town uh, in southern Ohio. Uh, wasn't a lot of tailgating going on. It wasn't a football <laughs> team. Like if I wanted to go to a tailgate or, or maybe get involved in something like that, I have to go to OU in Athens, which was only 40 minutes from me. And uh, I definitely had my fair share of going to stuff like that starting out and, and playing the game, and everybody's so interested. Like, there are people uh, at OU now, because I work in Athens now, uh, they come up and are always asking, like, hey, can you come out and just, just play? Just We, we want to we wanna be involved. Like, we want we want tips. Like, we just want to get better. Because like, mm. they're seeing it on ESPN. Uh, to them, uh, I'm the next big thing. And it's, it's crazy. It's crazy to think. That is kind of crazy. I think that's... I never thought of you as the next big thing. Next <laughs> big thing. I, I do now. Next yeah. big thing for small town yeah. Southern Ohio. <laughs> definitely, definitely for small town Southern. Ohio. Um, so, do you have another job? Yeah, I, I, I work full time at a warehouse in uh, in Athens, Ohio. Um, definitely uh, strive to be a professional football player. Like that's 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 what I am. That's what I do. I dedicate just as much time to Cornhole as I do work throughout the week. Like I don't have any free time myself. So um, we're, we're definitely making the strides to where this is. We're right now, right on the right on the borderline of hey, if you want to make this your full profession, you can do that. Cool. So I forgot to mention that Tom Cerny sitting in for yes, Scott Rosner yes. right now. Tom, yeah, um, I actually didn't mention my name either, but that's okay. Yeah. So, um, so what I was thinking, Will, just from kind of looking around, you mentioned earlier you were looking around and uh, you didn't see anyone taking the tournament seriously. And then can you talk, walk us through a little bit from that moment now to being on ESPN almost often, actually. Every time, almost like tune in. I'm like, oh, wow, this is cornhole. Went from a backyard game to... In a very short period of time. Yeah, and so. very good competition, too. I don't know. You guys don't miss, quite honestly. Yeah. I mean, the, so, um, you know, there was a, what I would call a core cornhole community that was playing competitively uh, when I started the ACL. Um, 
and so we wanted to create a structure that allowed them to earn some money, basically play for points, play for pride, but also <clears throat> earn some money. So we came out of the gate guaranteeing some prize pools uh, that were sizable, they were the biggest in, that were out there, and um, you know, creating that first broadcast on ESPN3 on the digital platform really kind of legitimized it in my mind to say, hey, I really think this thing has a shot because I felt that, that that first broadcast was really interesting uh, and good. And then, like I said, having the scores and stats behind it, you know, we just kind of went off like a like a rocket ship between year one and year two. So you guys are sitting here with, I'll call them NASCAR-like logos on, on, on your New Jersey. Um, but what are, what are the revenue streams that you've seen and what are the ones that you think will grow the most? Yeah, so uh, sponsorship is by far our, our largest portion of revenue. Uh, we do have player membership fees and entry fees to our tournaments, uh, so we do generate uh, some income off of that. Uh, equipment and licensing, our, our mark is becoming a bigger thing, so um, we're actually going to have a, uh, a ACL rec line of boards that's going in Walmart here this spring. It's going to be one of my houses in Long Beach Island. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, so we're creating three different grades of equipment line, recreational, competitive, and pro. Uh, our ACL pro line obviously being the top and the most what's, expensive What's the boards. difference between the three? So, um, you know, there's some, the, the thickness of the tops is important. Um, how the board's plane is really important. Um, Sounds like and, surfing. And, yeah, and so it's, it's, it's really a quality of material type thing. So, like, our ACL rec boards will have what's called a lot of bounce in them. So someone like Cody would be really frustrated playing on those boards. He would not like it because the pros, they want that bag. Once it hits the board, they want it to slide you know, slide in the hole. They, don't want, they want it to bounce and be unpredictable. So if you're using a uh, you know, like a thinner top or if you don't have back braces and things like that, then those boards will have a lot of bounce in them. Um, and then there's a big difference in bags as well. So like the current bags that you go out and get um, at a Dick's or a Walmart, is, is again something that's really flimsy. Uses they're pretty light, um, so they're not you know a pro grade slick and stick type bag. The hard so. canvas ones, right? The heavier canvas ones, almost. Yeah, yeah. Duck hunt. And some people actually still use corn for some reason. Not sure why. Breaking news: There's not corn in the corn. Yeah. Yeah. It's like there's no pigs in pigskin yeah. anymore. Um, so two questions you mentioned about cash prizes. Is gambling part of this? Has it always been part of the culture on the side? And, and is there a, a traditional gambling play with all the other sports going into it? And then where does this go from here? Yeah, so um, I'll, let, I'll let Cody talk to, to some of the side bets. But, in, I mean, we definitely want to create lines around the sport. Gambling is definitely on the uh, on the radar. Um, you know, the biggest concern, quite frankly, for me is players, uh, <laughs> you know, some type of collusion going on amongst the players is, is one of the things I most worry about when we actually do establish gaming lines. But, uh, yeah, I mean, players have always been, if you, you know, talk about a pool hall where people are doing a side hustle, um, I'm sure Cody's got plenty of side hustle stories that, that he's been involved in. But we've had players that have actually come out to our tournaments just to play cash games against other people. And uh, sometimes I think they can end up making more money that way than the prize money. I've definitely uh, heard some good, heard some uh, stories about you know making more money than uh, they did in the tournament, just on the side games. Uh, for for myself, 
since I joined the ACL, like I really haven't been involved in any of that stuff anymore. It just it doesn't interest me. I, I'm going for just the uh, the pro title, the accolades. I, I want the championships. You know, making you know an extra fifty bucks here or whatever doesn't doesn't really interest me. Um, so I there, there definitely is a lot of that going on. You definitely see. Um, I have I've not only seen people playing cash games and trying to, I guess, like hustle at bars, quote unquote, um, uh, but I, I've also seen players get staked into tournaments, some tournaments that are uh, higher by and they get staked into it um, or have their travel covered and only make a certain percentage of their profit that way. Uh, definitely a lot, of, a lot of that stuff here. I do think it's slowly going to be more uncommon with the growth that we've had as a sport, uh, more money in the prize pots. It's, it's going to make everything like that seem so much more insignificant, playing $5 games on the side and things like that. When you come to these things, you're not going to want everybody in that. You're going to want to stay focused on the task at hand and play in these major tournaments and, and really uh, make a name for yourself and make a name for the game, not not play in that. Yeah, so I know before we jumped on air, you were talking about an event you guys are doing around this weekend. If you want to touch on that, and I'm sure there's a couple side bets that'll be going on uh, just a little bit north of here. With other, with yeah. other professional cornhole players. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, so we have, uh, this is our first national of the year. It's called the kickoff battle, ACL kickoff battle. It's over $60,000 on the line. Um, as part of that national event, it's a three-day event you know, going on at the Broward County Convention Center. Uh, we're also doing a special event called Super Hole with uh, with Sam Darnold. That's trouble. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, Super Hole with Sam Darnold and Daniel Jones. Uh, it's a special one-hour event that combines uh, fan teams with ACL pros and NFL pros. Um, so we're excited for that. We're excited to see the Battle of New York. And uh, that's one of the really cool things about our sport is that we're able to, to cross over and do events like this. And uh and uh, interact with a lot of a lot of famous professional athletes. Um, so, a couple of questions we like to ask everyone: uh, You being in a bunch of entrepreneurial businesses, what advice do you give people who are looking to start out in something? Uh, and then, most importantly, where do people find you guys on social media so that some more people can be engaged? Yeah. Um, so, our social media handle is I Play Cornhole. Uh, it's easy. That's easy. Uh, I play cornhole.com. Yeah. Cody, you want to plug your social? Yeah, yeah. Um, my personal uh, Twitter, Instagram, it's all at ch cornhole. Uh, I'm getting more active posting and trying to keep people up to date on the events and, and just my goings on, not only at the professional circuit, but also the backyard local circuit around my area. Show the people that are coming out that uh, don't go to these things, see the more common crowd and, and how it all started as, as well as, you know, how the game has, uh, has grown. And then what kind of advice do you give to people who are looking to start out? Yeah, I think you just have to, uh, A, you have to have a lot of confidence in your vision and, and, and what you want to do. And when people are coming at you or telling you that, that you're crazy, which I got told many times about cornhole, mm -hmm. uh, my own family and friends thought I was absolutely nuts when I started this cornhole league and um you know i just stuck to it i stuck to my guns and well, I, I pushed through so you know you always have those moments uh when you're an entrepreneur where you're you're going to question yourself and then you're going to have days that you're going to want to give up and it's uh you know just finding that that little extra inside you that's going to keep you going and uh keep on pushing forward cool, cool. um well, tom any any parting thoughts no i think 
good luck first. Well, that's a good one. Foremost, so. Good luck, good luck <laughs> so. along the way, and thanks for joining us. Yeah. Um, so all your entrepreneurs out there, this is, good, this is a good listen for you. Yeah, guys, I've been uh, a casual fan, almost in awe of how this has grown since... You know, quite a while, you know, and I keep saying the Cornhole and PBR are the two that, that have excelled in terms of storytelling. Beyond what I think most people would think, where it's kind of, like I said, you're walking around Radio Row and, you know, beating NFL players and, you know, people actually acknowledging it and getting thrown out of Radio Row because your boards are in the wrong place. Um, you know, that that's part of the pop culture story. So, but, you know, continued success. We're going to continue to follow it. We do a niche sports class at Columbia. Uh, which I know you've talked to Scott Rosner about. Yeah, I'd love to come out and, um, and be a part of that. Yeah, and so once again, thanks for joining us. It was great to kind of start off a day on Radio Row talking about Cornhole uh, here at the Cusp Show. I'm Joe Favorito with Tom Cerny, and we'll see you down the line. Thanks, guys. Then, Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.